Welcome to the second hour of the Jennifer and Wendy Show on this Wednesday, February 28th. Wendy Weiss off today, Joe Holliman filling in. And we've heard from so many of you. You know, Art Holiday did this show for a couple of years with me, and everybody's always saying, bring back Art, bring back Art. He claims he's busy running the newsroom. Wearing his Lululemons. Yes. And so Art is very proud of people he has hired, and I would agree. And we are joined by Mercedes McKay and Travis Cummings. They're two anchors on KSTK who you can see on the weekends at 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. and also during the week. Welcome. Yeah, thank thank you you for having us. Now, Mercedes, let's start with you. How long have you been at KSTK and what's your connection to St. Louis? Yes, so I've been there about a year and a half now. Um, My connection to St. Louis, I went to Mizzou. Very proud Missouri Tiger. I have a tiger onesie. I was a tour guide. I loved Mizzou. So I have a lot of friends still in St. Louis and a lot of friends in Kansas City as well. Missouri always felt like home. So I started in Little Rock, Arkansas after I graduated from Mizzou. And then St. Louis came around and I came here. So it's just been amazing. Where's your family? My family's in, I'm from Sugarland, Texas, which sounds made up. People are like, is that Candyland? It doesn't sound real. Well, I did hear you say y'all the other day. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. I need to shop it a little, but it's right outside Houston. So I grew up in Houston, but my parents live in Austin now. So Texas girl at heart, but I've been in the Midwest for so long. It's my home. And Travis, you're from New Orleans. That's right. So Ooh. a different type of y'all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and how long have you been at KSDK? So I've been at KSDK for two years and some months now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, on the other hand, had no connection to St. Louis, Missouri. It was never on my radar. <laughs> uh, after starting in Rapid City, South Dakota, because that's where I started my career, uh, two and a half years spent there, went to Chattanooga, Tennessee after that for a couple of years, and kind of COVID kind of overshadowed that. Mm-hmm. And then St. Louis came calling, and I've fallen in love with it. Love well, the Lou. Well, and I got to tell you, you say that what I love Rapid City, South Dakota. <laughs> I've never Seriously? been. <laughs> I do. Well, it's close to the Badlands. Yeah. Which is one of the most gorgeous places so on beautiful. earth. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to live there. A little mm-hmm. cold for my taste. But as far as visiting Rapid City, South Dakota, I love that town. But let me tell you, the people that are from Rapid City, I mean, they are so proud to be from there. I mean, there's so much that you can see the Badlands. There's Deadwood, South Dakota. There is Mount Rushmore. A lot of people, that's the only thing they know. You know, you see that in your social studies books. You're like, oh, I know that Mount Rushmore is there. So, uh, but it's really cool to just watch. Like, I've never thought I would cover, like, the Buffalo Roundup and the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. So, it's really, it's really neat stuff that come out of that state. So, And Travis, what was your career path? When did you know you wanted to go into journalism? Absolutely not. So I studied at Spring Hill College in Mobile, Alabama. I went in and did what 80% of the class does, and that's think you're going to be a doctor. So you... (laughs) You go into bio pre-med. So I started studying that. And then all it took was a chemistry class and a couple of months to to give me an epiphany. And I was up to like 3 o'clock in the morning working on a chem problem. I said, absolutely not. Not for the next decade of my life. Switched to communication arts and concentrating in journalism. And I used to be up editing videos for hours. And you were happy. And I felt it. I was like, oh, my God, this is where I need to be. Mm-hmm. I love that. What about you, Mercedes? Unlike Travis, never thought I was going to be a doctor. (laughs) Never crossed my mind. Don't have a brain. In school, I always loved writing, and my dad's in radio. Um, Oh, he is. Tell us more. Yes, I grew up in the media business. He's on the sales side, um, and now is a general manager. But I just grew up in this element. Like, Mm. you know, I would come to the radio station and get giddy um, and see everything (laughs) and see the microphones and thought it was so cool. So in high school, I told my dad, I grew up also in a news family in terms of we always had the local news on. 
And I told my dad, I want to do reporting. He's like, okay, well, we need to send you to the best um, university. You're going to be stuck in Midland, Texas all your life. (laughs) He's like, this business is not easy. And you need, we need to get you in the best place possible. Did your parents think of this when they gave you the very TV savvy name of Mercedes McKay? Honestly, kind of hopeful because my sister has a beautiful name too, but it's Mariah and she's an accountant. And I think they knew what they were doing (laughs) with Mercedes. (laughs) So it kind of all worked out. But interestingly enough, I actually wanted to be a sports reporter. It's just me and my sister, and I'm the younger one, so my dad kind of made me his boy, I like to say. <laughs> Taught me everything he knows about sports, and I grew up in a very sports town for Do Houston. you play sports, or did you? I did growing up, and then I chose dance in high school. I was one mm-hmm. of those people that played dance, volleyball, basketball, soccer, and then my parents were like, you need to slow down. Pick one. <laughs> but always loved sports, so I went to Mizzou, wanting to do sports. Was at KOMU, the station there, doing sports on TV. I, when I look back at that as an 18-year-old, I look disgusting. It's so bad. My blazers are 10 times too big. It's atrocious. And I'm like, welcome to sports. And I'm like shaking. But then it was actually an uh, internship at a station in Houston, the NBC station in Houston, over my sophomore year of college. And I did sports. The Astros were winning the World Series. The Rockets were great. Texans are now finally good. But that's when I knew I didn't want to do sports. I was like, Mm. oh, I cannot do this the rest of my life. My love for it had gone away. Mm. So I switched to news my, like, senior year. Do you both have a favorite topic that you like to cover? And I don't know if you get to choose to do your own stories or if you just cover things that are breaking news. What about you, Travis? Well, as you know, a part of it is autonomy, right? You know, mm-hmm. we do have a voice in the newsroom, uh, but when things break, they just break. Uh, but, no, I love being in the underserved communities. Um, you know, being a black journalist in this era, you know, it's really cool to be able to make a decision about what you want to cover and, you know, be able to tell, you know, the executive producers and, um, you know, our assignment managers, hey, like we need to be out there, you know, where my people live and where their experiences are. And so I love covering, um, you know, those stories that you, you typically talk about in your living room. Um, and, you know, you're wondering if the news station is ever going to show up to cover it, you know. And so when I go there and I, I connect with these people and then I'm able to follow up with them a year later, um, I think those are great stories. I love uh, stories that allow me to just dive in and be myself. You know, St. Louis is a great sports scene, obviously. Uh, I love being thrown into those types of stories. Uh, anytime there's a big celebration, Mardi Gras, love that. That's where you're going to see me shine. Yeah, so. I was going to say, you probably have experience oh, with yeah. Mardi Gras that the rest of us <laughs> do not. Mercedes, what about you? Do you have a beat that you like better than or type of story? My favorite's education. Um, my family, extended family, comes from a lot of educators. I actually knew if I didn't want to do journalism. I wanted to be a teacher. Um, they're so important, and they shape you know, everyone's life. Everyone has that one teacher. And I know that a lot of it, education stories serve our whole community. Mm-hmm. There is someone watching where it's like, okay, how is this going to affect my kid? Whether mm-hmm. it's a positive education story or a negative one, um, I just think those are so important to tell. And I try to tell them as often as I can. Do your peers watch local television news at your age, in your age group? Mine don't, except... <laughs> Uh, when I came here, they started to. Uh, my friends that are here, they'll be like, oh, we turned on you and Travis this weekend. So that's kind of helpful. Most of my friends, I've either geared them towards trying to at least turn on their local news for the importance. But I think it's the way of the world that everyone our age, especially, gets all their news off social media. Joe yeah. and I have talked about this. I felt uh, heartened to see all the young people at Channel 5 who have chosen to go into the business. But 
it wouldn't surprise me if your peer group does not watch local news. How about you, Travis? Yeah, for sure. I think we're definitely the turning point for a lot of people in our age group, you know, because they have a reason to watch now, you know. And that's really cool uh, because I think, you know, news directors can take a page out of our holidays book uh, with seeing young talent and really, you know, attracting them and, and also attracting their families and their friends because we get out to tell a story and say, hey, guys, like, no, there's some real value in local television news now. You know, yeah, you can get us on, you know, digital, but it's something special about being able to wake up and see the person that, you know, you've you've listened to for, for more than two decades. Well, they used to say to us that it took five years for the viewing audience to connect with the person and not want them to leave. And we often hear from people in our age group, why do the young people not stay longer? Right. Mm. And I know that is important to Art, to hope that people come here and find roots in St. Louis and want to stay here because, I mean, they always say it, but it's true, right, Joe? Great place to buy a house, raise a child. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to go down the road because I think a lot of it has to do with the business model of the people who own newspapers and television stations yes is, the money and the hedge younger funds. employees are cheaper than older employees <laughs> and i don't, but mean, we to be, all I don't start mean to be rude somewhere. but that, yes. we all start somewhere but some people uh i think there used to be an appreciation for people staying 15 20 years where i think now a lot of times management is more than willing to have a recycling mm. of people because honestly Which is it, a cu shame. it cuts costs well and I mean, I make no friends when I talk to management, and this is what we were talking before. This is where my union side comes out. Joe's the union side. Oh, there you go. Well, compared to management, but it's cheaper to hire younger people. It's just mm -hmm. that simple because younger people are looking to get started in the business, and what they're going to do is look for a place where they can make more money. It's just the, the nature of the thing. Yeah. And if that organization, whether it's television, newspapers, radio, decides we're not going to pay this much, that person moves on, you hire somebody else in. And that causes an inconsistency or at least a, uh, a, a turnover that and we used to not get And then the viewers don't feel as ago. connected mm -hmm. right, if there's right. somebody new on it. Right. And I think uh, another part of it, too, is like, investment in other ways it's even beyond money because i know you know here in st louis for the first time in my career i feel still and that's because we have a newsroom that's supportive of our, our outside you know interest you know like i love theater you know i grew up in theater that's my hobby that's my therapy outside of this business and so when i talk to management about hey i want to do a show you know did the color purple last year you know they were all for it you know we we got the schedule together i was able to do that show well, and listen so i'm to like this from the 314, I love Travis. I met him briefly after watching him in The Color Purple last year. He was wonderful in that show Aww. and very friendly to me afterwards from the 314. I enjoy watching Mercedes and Travis. Uh, Mike from accounting said, hey, 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 take it easy on accounting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike from accounting. Uh, from, we need you. From Milstadt, my husband and I love these two. Uh, from the 314, does Mercedes remember when she did jumping jacks with the Rittner High football team? I do. It was so story? much fun. <laughs> that was, oh my goodness, those were so much fun. When I used to work the morning shows on Friday, we would go out to high schools. Yes. And I ran around. Rittner actually was the best school district in terms of their, like, electricity. We're asking these kids to get up at 5 a.m. <laughs> on a Friday night football game day. And they're jumping jacks. I was sprinting. I was catching footballs. Oh, my God. That was amazing. They lifted me 
in the air. I had one team lift me in the air. Can you believe it? Oh, never thought that that would happen. Okay, tell us more about the color purple. So this was local community? Yeah, so this was was the the Hawthorne players Mm -hmm. through, that's out of Florissant. And so we showed at the James Egan Civic Center out in Florissant, which is uh, where I live, my neighborhood. And, um, yes, I mean, just everybody embraced us. We had a five-day run. We sold out. It was, like, one of the highest-selling shows that they had had in years. Uh, people know the color purple. They love the story. They love Alice Walker. Um, and, of course, it was so timely because they did the adaptation, you know, this year mm-hmm. with the the, the on-screen musical. Uh, but, yeah, it was so fun to be back on stage. I hadn't done a show in four years. but He's was amazing. Just... <laughs> I was like, oh, God gave him everything. <laughs> you know, some people where you're like, wait, what can well, you not do? <laughs> except the one thing. I always figured that the, that journalism would be barren if it wouldn't be that at some point in time we all realized – we're not good at math or science. Oh, yeah. There you go. And, you, know, we, we, you know, I mean, I think I wanted to be an astronaut. You know, no. so what do I got to take? Astrophysics. Okay, this isn't going to work. Right. You know, and then you go, how about journalism? Mm-hmm. You know, and then uh, you get into it and you find out what you love. Yeah, yes. I mean, right. I've always, that's why, because, you know, we always used to have a thing is in the newsroom is somebody will be watching something and somebody will, like, sound an alarm and go, journalists doing math, you know, warning, warning. <laughs> is that, Fractions, you know, that's not how our brain works. No, not at all. Um, From the three one four, thank you, Jenna, for having for having Mercedes and Travis on. I enjoy them and watch every day, and especially their anchoring on the weekends. Okay, let's talk about schedules. Sleep schedules. I'm always obsessed with everybody's sleep schedules. I have been ever since I was sleep deprived about 40 some years yeah. ago. Wait. Travis and I are doing four 10 hour shifts. Um, so I work Saturday to Tuesday and Travis works Thursday to Sunday. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Even that math was too much for me. <laughs> I'm like days of the week. Um, so we are anchoring on the weekends where we'll get up, you know, two, 3 a.m. And then we anchor, turn a story day side. And then during the week, we're getting up all morning long on today in St. Louis, starting at like 4 a.m. And then mm-hmm. we turn a story day side. So I think, um, <laughs> sleep schedule's a little rough. Um, all my friends are, are like, especially on Tuesday nights, which is my Friday, they're like, did you take a nap? If, like, I'm going to dinner? Because they're like, sometimes I just could fall asleep at a table. Understood. It's like sitting up. Yeah. So it's it's taken a big adjustment And for mind you, we are the pilots for this 10-hour schedule, so we're the pilot journalists. Uh, so let's take the two Energizer bunnies <laughs> the most see what we can do. I was you just going to say, I mean, many, I, I'm, I'm getting overdosed on energy. Yeah, I, I know. But I'll tell you, many, many years ago. So stop it. Uh, the, the Photogs had that schedule. Oh. And yeah. they didn't like it. Mm. They, they went back. Okay, I'm a longtime journalism teacher, says somebody from the 314. I would like to replay this segment for my students. Will this be available online? Yes, it will. Aww. Go to KTRS.com. Connor will put it online a little bit later today. Thanks for watching. Uh, from the 314, tell us more about Art Holiday's mentoring of you. Oh. You guys go first, and then I'll tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> you can go. Sure, I'll start. You know, again, uh, St. Louis was nowhere on my radar uh, uh, in this business when I was looking for it. It was I, obviously I had a... Uh, it was in between Greensboro, North Carolina, which our company owned the station there, and then St. Louis came calling as well. Uh, but, you know, Art ushered me in so wonderfully. I came to St. Louis to visit before I took the job. 
we spent a whole day together. I mean, literally a whole day. We went to a cards game where we sat in the KSDK box. And so I'm like, okay, they are really putting in work to get me here. You know, um, he took That's me That's the to... last time you'll ever see yeah. that box. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, he was just really so, so open with his story and his journey. Um, you know, and he told me about all the possibilities, you know, here in St. Louis and uh, the beautiful people here, the beautiful spaces and, and just really so much to do. And, you know, if this is somewhere you want a lifelong career, this is the place for you. Um, so share the good, the bad, the ugly about St. Louis. And so when you when you have a boss that's approaching you um, and, and willing to be that transparent, it's like, why not trust this person? You know, that's uh, wonderful. My career. Mercedes, I had heard his name just from all, a lot of my friends being from St. Louis. Mizzou. Um, Mizzou. And I remember when I was going through, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm like auditioning or applying to KSDK. And my friends were like, oh, my goodness, my family only watches KSDK. And I was like, yeah, I'm interviewing with Art Holiday. My friends literally freaked <laughs> out. They were like, wait, is he going to be your boss? He's like a celebrity. And I was like, yeah, I'm interviewing him with that. Should I be scared? They were like, you, he was so funny. You should look up. Him and Jennifer on the morning show, and I YouTubed y'all before our interview. Oh, yeah. Y'all. And Jess, yeah, y'all. <laughs> y'all. <laughs> YouTubed y'all before our interview, and I just, it was just like a compilation of y'all cracking up. And I was like, this is amazing. And then our interview was like an hour and a half long. And I think it was more so because him and I were just talking. And I was just blown away by it. He meets with all of us once a month. Yes. Whether it's we want him to go over a story um, or whether it's we just are like, hey, this isn't working for me. He's very much an open door policy type manager. And he really does care about molding us. Uh, how about the two of you working together for the first time? <laughs> I mean, did they, did they just... Obviously, Art probably saw something here, but what was what was it like for the two of you? Well, it was so funny because when they announced it, Travis had been weekend anchoring for a month at by, that myself. Point, by himself. Yes, alone. And then when they announced that they were bringing me on and they wanted to do co-anchors again, people kept saying oh my goodness, this was meant to be. Like, y'all are going to be yeah, perfect together. Yeah. And Travis and I are like, we think so. We were like acquaintances at work. Right, yeah. Um, and then after the first day, I remember being like, oh, this is it? I was like, this is a match made in news from heaven. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I was it's like, so and, fun. And it's Art so knew what cool. he was doing. Yeah, and you know, we go into work. We're so eager to go. We text each other, you know, often, you know, throughout the week, even when we're not on the clock. Oh, you know? I'll text him Saturday morning. Joe, don't you love this news <laughs> and exuberance and hopefulness? nature i feel exuberant now <laughs> i'm yeah you know, i'm just a newspaper guy and i hate, I hate all of it but no, it, it's like with the young sherlock holmes it's like this is the new art and gen you know because because when i'm always on when i would when it, it's funny when you say that because when i would uh for a while i covered i believe actually i wrote a short item when you came to town i had a column yeah that covered media and um People genuinely loved Art Holiday and Jennifer Blome mm-hmm. together. I mean, it was like a team. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you can put people together who can work together, uh, and they do well. They're professionals. Sure. But then there's something that you can't – you can guess at it, or you get a feel, and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. And when it works, it's magic. And with, with Art and Jennifer, they just went together, and they – they they it, it seemed like they they played off of each other well it just seemed natural 
And you can't make that happen. You can hope it happen. And I guess Art well, it, recognized it in these days. It has happened with Travis Cummings and Mercedes McKay. I'm so sorry we're out of time because we have lots of questions and comments about the two of you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on KTRS, and I hope you'll come back. And everybody, yeah. you can watch Travis and Mercedes on Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. and Sunday mornings at 6 and 9 and then throughout the week. Yes. Thank Thanks you all so much. Us. Good luck, guys. Thank, Thank you. you so much. We'll be back in a moment.